That shit. That shit smells potent. Yeah, some shit. Right, right. Uh, do you smoke before you work out? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call it smoke. I huff. You huff. I'm huffing. You just huff it. I'm huffing. You just you let it waft over exactly. you. Exactly. No combustion. Straight. Right. Right. Huff. Just huff. Mm-hmm. It just billows around your personage. This is the thing about me is that if I smoke that shit, I'm not lifting anything but my feet to get vertical on the couch. I just started drinking coffee. It's only been a week. I Get swear the fuck out of here. Really? It's been one week. What do you mean? How'd you go so far and not drink coffee? I don't know. I never. Th- I thought I never liked it, but I got a fucking iced latte with oat milk and honey, and now I'm, I'm on. I'm on it. Now I, this is obviously not the way most professionals would drink their coffee, but right. damn, this tastes good. It's good. It's like a dark chocolate yuhu. Yeah, and it has a little kick. It's a little. I mean, I, I would imagine there's some zip. A little zip in there. I mean, the apple. We just came out of the gym. Mm. Both of us peeled out of there. Going hard. This man's in there just doing medieval exercises, throwing around chunks of weight, <laughs> bowling pins, and they should literally just break rocks. And should break them rocks. In the studio. Yeah. Just big. I mean, in that spot, just big pieces of fucking rock. It's just he make a sculpture every day. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> chisel. Stacking. Them. Yeah. Just, just just sledgehammer boulders. For real. Yeah, that's, that's real good, shit. That's real mountain work. I mean, you know, the strongest the strongest cats I knew were due to who uh, work construction. I worked construction. Right? Laborer. Yep. I didn't have any skills. I can't fucking nail a hammer. A hammer or nail, whatever. Yeah. But I could carry a goddamn... The wheelbarrow? I could carry the wheelbarrow. I could carry like 40-foot pipe. Yeah. I had a few summers of that shit. Just fucking unskilled labor. Remove asbestos without masks. Yeah. You know. I remember this one time I uh, I was a plumber's assistant and the, the we were at this house in Malibu and the husband had to give up the house in the divorce. So before he left, he unplugged the main uh, sewage pipe from the toilet. Oof. And for 10 years, the shit just went into the sub-basement and filled it up. And someone had to reattach it. And, and in order to reattach it, someone had to dig through 10 years of shit. Oh, that person was me. God. I, I, I dug through a, a shit wall for a week. And in the middle of it, I got sick. Because, I mean, I'm surrounded. And I'm, I'm dug in this just butt. It's just, and I'm in a hazmat suit with duct tape. Like, whatever. Like, whatever I could put together. And I remember being like, this, this is not cool. This I don't is want, not life. This is not life. I don't want to be a plumber's assistant. Nah, plumbing is something else. Right? The flux, you gotta do the flux and the pipes and all that fitting shit. I don't even know how to fucking unclog a toilet. I'll shit in it and just leave it. Right. <laughs> just buy another toilet. Just buy and just rip it out and buy another one. The hash is a different high, right? It is. It makes you, I would imagine, higher. Yeah, it has more it's of an edge on it or something. Potent. Yeah. Strong shit. That shit is no joke. And that, and you take that shit and you turn that into energy. Yeah. But that's a, you're in the small percentage of people that can do that. I know. I don't. I don't recommend it for everybody. But, no. You know, it's like. I feel like my energy sometimes is so, it, it just evens me out, you know? Do you think that if you didn't smoke, you'd be like all over the place? I don't know. Probably a chatty asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a chatty. How long have you been smoking? 
since I came out the womb. Like 15. Came out in a plume of smoke. Yeah, I came out <laughs> with a fucking Dutch master in my mouth. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I don't, I don't do anything anymore because I went too far. I went too, I went too far over the edge, and I saw too much, and I was like, now I can't enjoy. So I mean, weed was my favorite. My whole life as a kid was, you know, we were, the weed was everything. It was part of like it was as, as much of the fabric for me as everything else. Music, marijuana, yeah. graffiti it was just like all there. And then I, I did, I went too far. I went too far. I fucked it up. I fucked, I fucked it up. I, I fucked it up for myself. Hey, listen, it's sad. You know. Like you always gotta, you always gotta prioritize what's more important in life. You know, if you can't handle it, you rather live than fucking not. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, you don't want to do shit that's gonna take you somewhere where you're gonna be laying in the street or fucking no. not okay. You're rolling every day, like you're in there working hard. You're sweating. You know, you're doing your fucking thing. I see yeah. you in there, so yeah, it's good. You gotta keep that up. Me I too. Like up. I'm. I'm addicted to food. I'm a fat fuck. Yeah. So now I have to go every day to do that to combat it. So you don't, you don't, you haven't fucked with your diet at all? Yeah, I fuck with my diet a lot, but oh. I really can't dial it in. I need, I need a nutritionist. Like, I need somebody to fucking tell me. Like, I know exactly what to do, but it's still a shit show, you know, because it's, it's hard to stay on. This happens outside my studio, too. Oh, yeah? Fucking garbage, man. Yeah. We'll give him one second to clear. Yeah, yeah. Hey, was that bad? No, no. That's good. I'm sorry. <laughs> he likes it's it. Natural. He likes it. Good. It's natural. It's organic. It is. I tried this thing. Garbage men are good people. Hell yeah, they are. Um, I do this thing now called Noom, where I put all the shit in my app, everything I eat, and it just puts it into a category. This is red, yellow, green. And it basically, it's like, basically, it's a, it's a thing they've been telling you your whole life. It just tells it to you in an app, which is... The answer is salad. It's as much fucking, fucking salad, salad as you can eat. Right? Yeah. Fuck they, that though, man. I know. I but need variation. As, yeah. as a person that loves food, I yeah. need variety. Yeah. Whether it's it needs to be healthy, it just needs to be healthy variety. I can't yeah. just eat a fucking bowl of broccoli. Yeah. I could, but it needs to be variety. Broccoli, this, that, this. Yeah. Some dressings. Yeah. Flavors. No, there's lemon, room for that. This herbs. There's, yes. But I tried it all. Yeah. Low carb, no meat. Fucking paleo, keto. yeah, I tried keto, it all. Yeah, I yeah. think that all of those got me to where I'm at. Yeah, not just one. Yeah, because you can't just do keto. It just doesn't. That's back in the day, Atkins diet. I I, I fucking ate mad sausage and bacon. Same and cheese, eggs, hunks of cheese. cheese. Yeah, shit my fucking life away. Yeah, but I lost forty pounds. But yeah, I ate yeah. a fucking piece of bread. It was over forty pounds right away. <laughs> Instant. One piece of bread Instantly The Instant. minute you open that motherfucking door I got on the fucking thing God damn I got on the scale And I was like What the fuck Yeah And I just went through hell You trying to lift while on keto Is not a fucking move It's not good First you shit your pants Yeah Second you have no energy Yeah the First part is the worst Yeah The first part the, the thing about not The thing about restricting your calories And then going to the gym And not having the energy to work out you're like, you get into this place where it's it's right up against each other, and you're like, I got I got barely enough energy to get this shit done, and, and that's when the mind takes over. Yeah, but I've been doing that too. You know, sometimes you don't eat. Like, yeah. I, I was doing things where I was fasting. I don't know what it was called, whether it was intermittent. intermittent. I just fucking looked on the internet and said, how long should I do it for? Yeah, and just did that. Worked. I feel good. Yeah. I f I, I feel good when I don't eat. Yeah. Sometimes I don't eat before the gym. Sometimes I don't eat after. But I like to get fuel. Like I like a fuck when I wake up a piece of toast with peanut butter, a little bit of honey, 
you know, some sea salt and olive oil. Okay. You know, that's oh, still man. wholesome and healthy. Yeah. It's getting me a good kickstart for the rest of the day. You know, yeah. like, that's good fuel right there. I mean, whatever it is, I think that you're, I mean, you look fantastic. Thank you're you, bro. Brolic as fuck. Appreciate like a it. different person. For sure, right? Right. And you know me for a while, man. Yeah. Like, you remember when we were in Hawaii, I was yes. in bad shape, too. Yeah. That wasn't even my worst, but I was fucked up then, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, too, being on the other side of it, right? Being that fat. I got. A, I had a phase where I got. I got so fucking fat a couple years back where, I look like a. I literally look like a cartoon villain. Yeah. Like I had. I had to like sew two suits. I was fucking gigantic, and I just was like, I basically made a choice. I was like, okay, I have to. I have to stop everything I'm doing, and focus on this one thing, or else my whole life is worthless. Because if I can't get into a shape where I can move around, this all this shit I'm doing is pointless. Right. You're fucking over here performing shows. Yeah. Going all over the world. I'm mad fat on TV. Right. My whole career, I'm mad fat. Right. It's time to fucking, it's 2.0. Right. This is 5.0, like the fucking Mustang, actually. <laughs> this is version 5.0. Right. So, but you're in a space where that shit's encouraged. You're, you're a cook. You're, you're rap, like, <laughs> being overweight inspiring. is encouraged. It's inspiring people. To, it's like, being overweight is, it's not encouraged in life, but it's to be a unique character. I, yes. Like when I came out, it was a unique, it was a fucking, you know, it was a unique character. A big fucking dude with a beard, white guy rapping from Queens. Like, yeah, it was a unique thing, but I don't give a fuck. I need to live. Exactly. That my that, that doesn't define me. Exactly. I define everything I do. And, <laughs> and when you pivot, all your people are going to pivot with you and you're going to get new people that look at you in a different way. That's true. Bro. Instead of the fat people, like, oh, another fat man. Now it's like, oh shit, I can change too. This motherfucker did it. All the jack dudes were respected. Now everyone wants to work out. Right. But you're, but you're in there. But the thing is, here's the thing you're in there doing, you're in there torn around a lot of weight. You're not like, it's not just like, oh, I'm getting in shape. You're in there moving shit. Like, yeah. it's fucking crazy. The shit I seen you put on those bars, like, and, and, it it could sound like we're talking like a bunch of meatheads, but it doesn't matter. We're in the gym all the time, and yeah. you just end up being in that place where you see a man putting fucking six plates on each side and lifting, and you're like, "That's just it's insane." It just as a person, you're like, "That is a, a monumental feat," and you tapped into it in a way that's it's it's. I think there just was a, a strong man inside you the entire time. Like you just you're just a beefy person for sure. But yeah. you know, like I have that strength, but I'm trying to work on my agility and my fucking, you know, mm -hmm. just being more, just quicker and. It's more athletic, man. Like I, I'm already strong. I, I don't need to lift 500, 600 pounds. You don't need to do that shit. Right. You just need to repetition to get all that stuff firing. You know, you need yeah. to. That's like it's not ego, but it is a little. It's a personal record. It's like nice little goals to hit for yourself. It gives you more motivation. So when I hit the sixth place on each side of the whatever it is, it's like damn. All right, now I gotta go run. Now you gotta go run. Now I gotta go run because there's too much weight that I've done. Right, like, right. I'm not doing that all the time. I do a lot of kettlebell stuff and a lot of mobility stuff, clubs, maces. Yeah. I like unorthodox shit that that gets you fucking like just straight up gorilla strong. Different you know? kind of strong. Different strong. I don't bench that much. Like I yeah. could bench like three something maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I haven't really tried to max bench. Yeah. But overall strength is really what it's about. And that's really where it's all at now is that everyone's into, I mean, everyone I'm around in the gym is into not, not the fucking vanity, but the functional strength, the inside shit. Like yes. I'm, I'm still doughy, but I'm strong as a fucking ox that's because I'm, I'm doing saying. that shit. You and know you mean? roll around your stomach is definitely oh, yeah. going to get there. Yeah. Rolling around nonstop, sweating like you do. That's yeah. all core. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're crouching down the whole time. And yeah, like, bro, you're using all these things that you don't realize. You're going to fucking, once that stuff that comes off, you're going to be fucking shredded. Are you going to hop in there? You're going to roll? 100%. Yeah? Oh, 100%. you're going to be savage. I got fucking, I got my man Orlando hitting me up right now to come through to fucking Gracie Baja. Man, get the fucking, because here's the thing about it. You get in there, the lifting weights, working out is one thing because you're in your head. When you're in there, you're not even thinking. You're just, I got to get this motherfucker or he's going to get me. It's just fight or flight. And five minutes goes by and you're drenched in sweat and you're like, you're just scratched because you don't want to lose. Yeah, it's yeah. a different, it's fucking fun. It's, it's not even. You definitely get spent, right? Like I've, I've rolled around for, yeah. I don't know, for half hour and I was yeah. like, fuck, man. It's brutal. This is heavy duty. Yeah, but you, you get two minutes. Non-stop, like non-stop stop movement where you're actually fighting another man Yeah, and they're fighting back with you guys are, you know, going at it the same intensity. That yes. shit is fucking heavy. Yeah, and they're trying to impose their will on mm-hmm. you. And as a bigger dude too, these dudes put a little extra on it because they're like, oh, sure. and they, they're like, I, I want to try to get this fucking guy. So then you got to like, you got to measure up. And some people you can go full strength with and just, all right, let's go. Yep. You know, some guys you got to be careful because you'll crush them. But it's a chess game, man. Like it's if you're smarter game. than somebody and weaker than them, you'll, you'll beat them. Yeah. Because it's all about the technique and catching there's them. It's li- trickery. It's trickery. It's there's, trickery. There's little dudes in there who I have 100, 120 pounds on. I cannot, by the rules of that game, I can't get past them. I cannot beat them. Yep. I can't pass their guard. I can't I can't even crack them. They just curl up in a ball and they're like this. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you do? And, and you're spending a lot of fucking yeah. energy and trying they make to me figure gas it out. out. Exactly. <laughs> and then they wait and so they wrap me up. the little movements. I learned like just rolling a couple times. It's these little movements to set up the next big move. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like... It's like when you're playing chess, you set the pawn up just so you can strike. Yep. And you have to, it's, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I enjoy it a lot. You can't just use, there's points to use just straight brute strength. Yeah. But it's when you trick them yeah. and you get them to do exactly what you wanted them to do. Yeah. That's when it's like the fucking moral victory. It's like, hell yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. And it takes a long time to get those chains, right? Like it's like you just... It takes a long time to get there, you know, to get the, to get yeah. that to get them to open that shit up. So to learn those moves, I mean, just to fucking outsmart somebody to know what someone's gonna do, like to, you have to study that shit. I watch fights nonstop. I love mixed martial arts. I love watching any type of combat, fucking jujitsu combat, wrestling. This I love it all. And just study that shit. Feel like you know how to do the moves. Well, like if I watch wrestling, I feel like I'm a wrestler. I could do all the goddamn moves. Yeah, I could do a fucking stone cold stunner. Yeah, easily. Yeah, I could do a suplex. Oh yeah, many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you'd be a beast out there. You'd be hard to you'd be hard to fuck with, man. And you just fucking the base. I'm not. You know, the base is football. Comes from already grappling. You know. Yeah. Playing defensive line, offensive line. The the objective is to just. You play football fight. in school? Yeah. Oh, okay. In high school. Oh, okay. I played both sides. You played, I oh, played yeah. center. Yeah. And I played D tackle. So I literally played these two positions. Right. You know, opposing each other. So I know the tendencies of a guard, of a nose guard, what the center needs to do. It's like, when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. I'm a student of shit. Yeah. Like of nuance and the small little things that make differences. It is the details, huh? Always. It's a fucking detail. It's a little little adjustments. In, in anything in life, when fashion, this, that, music. Yeah. It's those little things. You're right. Like, Very small. It could be minute. Minute. 
A couple grains of salt. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> intangible. You can't really explain it. Oh shit! It's true. It's the it's the little fucking details, man. That's what gets you. That's what that's what that's, that's what gets me off. Yeah, I love the little fucking details of things like when I'm looking at a shoe. Like just an example of a shoe. Just little hints of things like oh shit, like a unique feature or something that's like like just blows your mind. Like why is that there? Yeah. Because the thing is, too, on the other side of that, you're like, oh, someone took the time to do that one thing that you noticed. Exactly. And it means there's someone on the other side that's thinking like you. 100%. Yeah. I get that. Art. Yep. You know, yep. you come from that world. All that shit, even, even, even you know, with, with, with rapping and shit like that. It's like those all people, you, you listen to shit and all of a sudden, like, sometimes years later, something will sink in. You're like, oh, my God, that's and what you, the fucking guy said? You fucking listen to albums for years and just catch something now. Yeah. Like D'Angelo. Yeah. Like I'm just fucking listening to D'Angelo's album for 20 years and I'm just starting to hear certain things. Hear new shit. Making a new album? Yeah, I just finished an album right now. You working with Alchemist? 100%. Yeah, 100%. You know <laughs> 100%. He's, he's the best. He's like... He's the best. He's like... Uh, I feel like he is... I mean, I don't want to say... It's not a disrespectful way, but I think he has quietly established himself as just like this force... Where it's like all roads lead to him at the end of the day, 100%. right? When someone wants to do a certain real type of album, and everyone ends up in his in his fucking house doing shit, like it's cause everybody, like, he, right? He, he's like, he's not flashy with it. No, he's not like I'm. I'm he's not. He's I'm the blue collar in a sense. He's, he's blue collar. He yeah. gets because he fucking touches the actual goddamn thing. He's not telling right. someone to make. He's making a beat. The way he could fucking fix the MP. The way. He, it's just it takes years and years of practice of knowing how to there's like certain things like I was saying those little details he's just a fucking beast it's like even the, without that he just has it's about listening to the music right now he's in Europe digging for records right right now yeah guaranteed digging for records still fucking getting loops and like 100% digging right now I just saw he put a picture up of where the record store is this is yeah. what he does yeah. whenever we got on tour in Europe yeah he leaves for the day yeah and spends it Digging for records in fucking Belgium or he's obsessed wherever we are. Yeah, but yeah. listen to what happens. That's what happens when you make that type of shit. You know, he's uncovering and untapping this music that no one really knows about. Right. You know, it's because he's going to the end of the earth to dig for it. Yeah. He's not on the internet just. Oh, let me look at this thing on yeah. YouTube. He's digging up records. There's a difference. He's spending there. time. He's touching the fucking vibe. Once there's again, a there's difference. a different, there's a different thing. It's there's a difference. It's he's nice to see that. Like he's he's like from the lineage of like premier cats like that, right? Like it's like that lineage. Large professor. Large professor. Yes. Premier and large professor. Large are professor. His two, like and and uh, Diamond D. Diamond D. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. I know he loves them. I mean, and, and and for me to, as much as the landscape of music is changing so rapidly, it's so cool to see at the end of the day, like someone needs a house built by hand and and they want fucking they want a really nice sturdy fucking you know craftsman you know what i'm saying like call him in right they, they, they don't want the fucking new condo no. that pops up the cube they want the, the old school that shit, a lot of dumbasses want yeah dumb shit, cookie man. cutter dumb shit yeah cookie cutter who I, I would never spend money on a newer place or you gotta you have to customize it or spend something on something classy that was built yeah to last some history in it yeah built yeah. to last yep no, it's good. It's I, I love seeing the you know, and I'm 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 not turning my ears off. I listen to everything. I want to know what's going on. Yep. And it's good to see like you see these new waves. Shit goes a certain way, but then there's there's certain there's certain lines, man. They just keep going, 
and it ain't gonna fucking stop because no it's way. evident. Because everyone's going back to work with him. That's right. And no matter what the fuck's going on in the world, they're like his lineage. Dude. He has yeah. like he's like fucking Bill Parcells kind of. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in the NFL. A lot of people fell off the Parcells tree, like Belichick. Mm. And then Belichick has a bunch of disciples. Like, I feel like Alchemist is that guy. He's like... Yeah. And then he has... It's like the tree is here, and then it goes... Mm -hmm. You know? That's yeah. what he's built yeah. through his career. It's been fucking 20-something years, man. He's Crazy. Starting. I remember from the hooligans. That's what I'm saying. Like he was 13 years old. Yeah, we were. I remember when him and him and uh, 13 years old. I was fucking wearing Carl Kanai and fucking playing basketball in the park. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about making a rap song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember him and uh, uh, was it Scott Kahn when we were back. This is like late 90s, I think. And they had this group, and they were running around back then. Yep. And it was the hooligan. We're like, what the fuck? Are these little, you know, it was like a different era. But they had a, they had a, you know, I mean, like that, that guy's. <laughs> I know all the stories, but I heard them right? all. All of them. Crazy. They're great. They went on tour. Yeah. On fucking tour with Cypress Hill at 13 years old. Yeah. It's legendary shit. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what that does to a young mind at 13 years old going on tour with Cypress Hill? Having like, fucking groupie sex at yeah, 13 years old. At 13? Like you're, you're just warped. Mind blown. <laughs> like my mind was blown in 20 something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. dude, I got three kids. I got two You got three kids? Yeah, two babies, two older babies, and, uh, and a brand new. Are you, uh, I see you're out here a lot. You ever going to move out here? I hope so. I'm looking for a spot. I, I need to be bi-coastal. I think so. Yeah, bi-coastal is where I'm at. I need to be here, there. Yeah. I can't just, I, I love New York City, man. That's my place. Yeah, I love New, New York. New York is where I'm at. That's where I'm born and raised. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Queens, right? Queens. Yep. My mom grew up in the Lower East Side, so I have an affinity for New York. And it's every time I go place. out there, it's a great place. Especially when she grew up there, it was a different place, of course, but like... So I, you know, I've been there as a kid a lot, and then I was out there a lot. I just every time I go, I'm like, this is literally one of the, arguably, I'm sorry, like I love Los Angeles, but New York might be maybe the greatest city in the world. I'm sorry, I love LA, but I'm sorry, it's such a great city. When I go there, the fucking art, even just the, let's just talk about the architecture. It's like you're in. It's like you walk around. Sometimes you feel like you're in fucking Rome for a minute, and it's then you're. History. It's, it's history. crazy. It's crazy. Everything's just. I don't know. It's well, an Los amazing Angeles city. Los Angeles is very spread apart, but it's also there's like there's parts where everything's close, and it feels like you're in the city and you can walk everywhere. But then to get to another neighborhood, you can't. You have to fucking drive 45 minutes. New York, you could literally go neighborhood to neighborhood. It just goes by the street. It's like you're in a different country. Yeah, I'm on yeah. fucking. I ride my bike into the city. Yeah. Up to Central Park, up to Harlem, back. It's 15 miles. The yeah, whole I went from um, city. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the whole shit. And you see so much. And it's so much condensed and packed into one area. It's so much, so condensed. That's that's what makes it so cool. It's fucking. And even the the way it's laid out. I was telling I I, I was telling my girlfriend the way, even the trash, the graffiti, the buildings, the boarded up shit, the way it's stacked in New York in a certain way is so beautiful. It's so, like, I cannot get enough of just walking around looking. It could be, like, it could be an alley full of trash with a graffiti with the building and then yep. six different stores. And it's just, like, the way it's set up, there's something about it. It's different. You don't see that anywhere else in the world. Anywhere else in the world that's, like, because there's parts of New York that are fucked up, but they're still they're still beautiful. Yep. L.A., which just burnt out, it's burnt out. It just doesn't look good. Man, there's been some five, some fucked up places over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Oh, like yeah. Fucking yeah. Chernobyl yeah. type shit. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Yeah, you drive some. You drive some parts in L.A. You're like, am oh, I in fucking Beirut? Fuck? What yeah. the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Heavy. Although I was in um, 
uh, where the fuck was I in Brooklyn? No, not. Uh, I was in a part of New York uh, two weeks ago um, in the Bronx. I was in the Bronx. Well, the Bronx was fucked up. The Bronx had. It was after the after the rain, and the there were. I went down the streets where there was just stacks of demolished cars. As far as I could see, I was like, "What the fuck's going on here? Are they shooting Double Dragon too? Like, what the what is happening? Like, it looked like a movie set, and they're just like, this is just the Bronx.' Yeah, now nah, it's the Bronx. But that when they had that crazy flood, you know, if you want to get rid of your car, you park it at the bottom of the hill. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody got insurance money. You fucking get it. It's, 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 an, it's an easy one. Right. You just right. Got to use a little bit of foresight. They're like, like ah, it's, it's my time. Let me get rid of this bullshit Camry. That's fucking funny. Um, Straight up. Yeah, New York's a hell of a town. And then L.A. too is, you know, within L.A., it's like, there's just, it's everything's so spread out. Like 45 minutes to go to, sometimes to go to West Hollywood, right? From a, here to there. I had a fucking meeting the other day. I went from here to there. I, we were sitting in traffic just angry for an right. hour and a half because right. I was late and I fucking hate being late. Right. I don't, I'm, I'm not late. Yeah, you were early today. I'm I was like, oh, this late, motherfucker bro. beat me. Yeah, I'm never late. When I, when I tell you oh, I'm doing amazing. something, I'm doing it and yeah. I'm going to be there yeah. for you. Yeah, that's good. You don't like to be late. Nah. You're not. You're I not a rapper waste time. time. Nah, there's no yeah. such thing for me. Right. I'm on kitchen time. I'm You're on kitchen Oh, yeah, that's early. right. That's right. You're on kitchen time. I can't, time. like, to start, when we get there to work, I, I want to be at the workout 9 o'clock, not 9.30, yeah. so I can be ready for 9.30. Right. I can't just start lifting. I need at least... A half hour of swinging uh, for my shoulders and everything to be warm for me to fucking start doing exactly what I want to do to be intense, you know? You can't go in cold intensity. Did you get that from being in the kitchen? I, I feel so, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the thought of it, but for the most, I just pride myself from my mom. She's just, we're known to just fucking show up early. See, I didn't get I so tell I'm, her to come through at one. She's downstairs 1210. Like, I'm here. Damn. All right. Damn. Come on up. That's what's up. I got I got a I got a group of friends that give me shit and they're like, when I tell you noon, that means eleven forty five. There's certain people like that, right? Right. And I'm like, God damn it. And I'm trying. I, I'm there. I'll get there right. I'll be like noon oh two. Like I'm there. I get there in time, but I want to be fifteen minutes early, right? Then then you can relax. But I'm stressed out. I'm getting there at the fucking, you know, five minutes late. And it's like it's it's a it's one of the one of the things I'm trying to cure about myself. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot going on. I don't really like there's not much that I need when I leave the house, so I usually just fucking leave with whatever. Oh, right. You know, like, I'm not, like, getting ready. Right. You're just out. <laughs> There's nothing to get ready. I got everything in my pocket. It's right. already there from the day before. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's the same outfit. You got your phone. You got your keys. It's a cartoon, man. It's like, you know, how many how many times can you change the goddamn outfit? Yeah. Like, just get a couple shirts. Keep wearing them. <laughs> Cut the sleeves off of all of them. Right. Getting new ones. That's right. it. That's freedom right there. I keep thinking about that. I'm like, I should get I should get five of the same shirt, two of the same pairs of pants, and one pair of sneakers. Just run it for like a year. You don't have that? Like that's no. Nah. <laughs> I got a clothing coming, man. I got I got <laughs> shit coming out of my ears. I know. I fucking shirts everywhere. That's even better. But then I wear five. I got I got a whole I closet a, full of shit. I have the fucking born and raised power tool shirt in the car. Oh, you do? I love that shirt. Oh yeah, I we have don't two of them. We don't have to make them special for you anymore now. Remember we had to make them special? I remember. Don't make me feel bad. Nah, man. We were happy happy to do it. You used to have to make them 4X. Yeah. And it was still tight. It was still tight. Damn. The 4X was tight. I mean, I still got some 4X hoodies. And they're like... It's like a sleeping bag. Yeah, it's a sleeping bag. Yeah, get the whole family in there. (laughs) 
Uh, nah, but yeah, everything's actually the, the two X is too too small. I right? Mean, too uh, too big. Too big. It's loose. I need an L. Yeah, you gotta get into an L. That's when you know. I'm trying to just. I'm trying to literally leave the house without a shirt. Right. At some point. Right. And if I need one, I'll just pick one up. Yeah, if you want. If. If it, if it crosses your mind. Yeah, that's I'll the move. Keep one in my back pocket. You just get a pair of fucking board shorts and just don't even and don't even nah, change your clothes. There's no board shorts for me. I, I have a very. I used to wear. I'm very specific. I used to wear a polo swimming trunk right. with the netting cut out. Yeah. Because who the fuck you can't wear that fucking netting yeah. with underwear? The netting is bullshit. <laughs> the netting is crazy. So then now I wear barbell uh, stretchy shorts. Oh yeah. Bro, changed my game. Stretchy shorts. They look kind of cool. Yeah. Because they're plain. Yeah. There's a nice nice sheen to it, you know. Barbell's a brand. Yeah. They don't For, sponsor me. I copped them off. I copped them online. For lifting weights. Gives For you stretch. Life. For life. Yeah. I could squat in them and I could go chill. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't take them off. I go to the show like that. I go to the... That's the I'll move. I'll go to Jean George in Beverly Hills like that. Yeah. What am I going to do? Because you, you... It's like you said. You're, you're, you're a character. You're living, you're living... You're a living cartoon, right? In a sense. In a sense. It's, it's visually... Because like when you're big, right? This is what I think about. When someone's big, it doesn't feel good. Like, this, I'm just... All these people out here like love being fat. It doesn't feel good. I'm no, sorry. They're lying. They're it doesn't lying. feel. They're lying. Yeah, I love it. No, you don't love it. It doesn't feel good. But to the rest of the You're world, making yourself feel like you love it. You don't really love it. No, nobody loves it. Right? Been it. there. And but but to the rest of the world, you're a character on Instagram and on TV yeah. and on the media, and you're a cartoon. They're they're looking at you as this as this cartoon, but you got to inhabit that frame, right? And and it's it's just interesting too because I you know Maddie Maddie deals with that shit right Maddie's fucking big, and he's I told him he needs to fucking get it together and he's been hitting me up saying he's working out yeah he's been working out he's strong he's another one he's strong he's a strong motherfucker and he just you know it's just calorie he's got to figure out how to taper you know he just he gets, love food man and he fucking likes bad food too like he yeah. likes fucking fatty ass shit yeah like crazy bacon shit and butter like it's all it's tremendous it's tremendous you can't eat that every day nah you, you gotta can't. fucking move your ass you because you know. He, like me, we both became very comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Being fat, because we're on TV, people will love us for that. We're talking about food. You don't trust the skinny-ass chef. It's fucking weird. It's like a pride thing, you know? Like, him being portly is like a badge of honor, like he knows food. It was like, that's how I felt. It's like me. getting a tattoo from a guy with no tattoos. Who the fuck is going to do that? Nobody. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's yeah. really ridiculous. Getting a haircut from a bald man. I mean, some of them got skills. Yeah. You know? When um, you have an eye, you have an eye. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a trip. So, you're out here. What are you doing out here? Fucking kicking it. Just chilling? Yeah. Just working out? Doing my thug thizzle. Thug thizzle? Yeah, you know, working out. Um, oh, yeah, we're doing, uh, me and Uncle Paulie are doing a, a festival, a food festival. Oh, yeah. Family style thing this weekend. Yeah, I did a little rap show last weekend, a little private party. Oh, you had that uh, that, that chicken? Thing. No, that chicken fillet thing was that? That was oh, on yeah. your? Did you make a big chicken fillet sandwich with the? Uh, yesterday? Yeah, I made chicken palm yesterday. Ah, uh, goddamn! I did. I only had one piece. Really? Yeah, I ate mad tuna. My man brought tuna over that he caught. Mm. I fucking sashimied it. It's such a dressing like you can't believe. Lemon, you had, little you honey. ate it raw. Yeah, I don't like fish cooked. Oh, so Only nice. Raw. So nice. What? Raw? Yeah. Or cooked? No, raw. I hate, a raw. I hate a cooked fish. Sushi is my shit. What the fuck? It ruins the taste of the fish, in my opinion. Yeah. You have, so I, yo, 
I sliced it. That shit looked like jamon, mm. straight from Spain. It right. looked gorgeous. Oh my god. Honey, lemon, cilantro, Thai basil, chive, Thai chili, a little salt, pepper, ah. olive oil. It was crack. I could eat that shit all day. For real. I could eat sushi every fucking yeah. day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, the whole shit. No rice. It didn't need rice. Just sashimi yeah, style. Yeah, we fucking took a bunch of mushrooms and just ate tuna. Oh, really? Yeah. I was slicing it like I was dissecting that shit. Right. <laughs> I made some of the most beautiful slices of tuna that I've ever seen. And he brought it fresh out the ocean, huh? Yeah, he caught it. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Have you been hitting up any sushi spots out here? Nah. No? I've heard there's, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. I like fucking, uh, I don't like to pay a lot for fish. Oh, you don't? It doesn't, it's just. You rather fillet it yourself. I, I want it, I want an experience. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's going to be an experience. I, I like I like to carve up the tuna and then have all the tuna, like the spinal cord fluid. You scrape some of the bone meat off with a fucking abalone shell. <laughs> you know? You put the spinal cord fluid onto the onto the meat? No, you take the you crack the spinal cord and there's like this jelly like thing, you know, like cold jelly. Yeah. It's like clear and then you the way I had it it was inside of a yuzu whiskey drink. Oh. It was fucking crazy. Wow. I don't like liquor, but the shit was incredible. It was impressive. I like just yuzu with spinal spinal cord fluid. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I never had the spinal cord fluid. It's real shit. Like the Japan, like Japanese dude in New York carved it up, and he showed me all these like weird parts that no one really knows about that they found. Like there's this little under the middle fin. There's like this little piece that big. It's fucking straight up wagyu. Whoa! It's like the fattiest, most delicious part of a tuna. There's only a very little piece under that. Like I don't know what this fin is called. The, that's not dorsal. That's the top. The tummy fin. The tummy fin. Yeah. Yeah. The tummy fin. Straight that's up. that's where the secret meat is. Secret meat under the tummy fin. Whoa! Who knew? They did. Well, how come that's not a fucking rare delicacy in all these places? It is. You just have to know them. You gotta get one per fish. Oh, you gotta you gotta be in. Exactly. Oh, you You're not gonna in. give it to it's just one. Right. Right. They only one dude a night gets that shit, huh? You make a little wrap in the in the seaweed like a taco. Yo, oh, it's fucking man. crazy. It's wild. Damn. Trying to get some of that. Um. So you grew up in Queens. Sure did. Uncle Polly, old school friend of yours. High are you, school. Are you a smart crew guy? I am. You're a graffiti writer. Yeah. What'd you write? Action. Oh, okay. Makes sense. And uh, how long you write for? I've 98. That's when you... That's when I hit the street. Yeah, okay. Before that, I was in binders. Binders. through Queens. Right. Binders and notebooks as gem. Okay. Bump. Bump. Sampras. <laughs> Skunt. Sampras. Yeah. Skunt. There were so many different tags, bro. Yeah. My God. I used to write Era. Era? Yeah, yeah at landed, one point. I landed on uh, on Action. Action's good. Mm, felt good about it. Yeah. And then you just, and you ran with that. Was that the first thing? For me, when I started doing graffiti, because I was such a, uh, such a kind of a fuck up who didn't have any sense of himself and didn't believe in himself. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I attached myself to was graffiti. And I was like, I, I can do something here. And I can be a part of this crew. 
And that's, I didn't know why. I just was like, I need to do this. And I remember that was the first thing I did where I actually applied myself to anything. Where I was like, okay, I'm going to paint. I'm going to bomb this shit. I'm going to paint this piece. And I'm going to think about it. And like, it was my first feeling of accomplishment. Did you get that from graffiti at all? Like, It was exciting. It was, it was exciting. It was exciting as fuck. It was a real rush of adrenaline doing it, in, doing it in the city, especially I started by doing daytime graffiti. Oh, okay. That was the first time You're I did day bombing. We did day bomb, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone walking past us, I'm just... That was big in New York. Yeah. That yeah. was huge in New York. You yeah. put... And, you know, reading Espo, Art of Getting Over, you put the fucking vest on, you act like you're at work. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's all about trickery. I forgot about the Art of Getting Over. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the trickery. Oh, yeah. But I didn't, like... I always liked graffiti just from looking at it in the street. I was never a part of it until, like, junior high school, later on. Yeah. And I met everyone, and everyone was actually writing graffiti and going and bombing. Right. You know? And the difference, too, when you see... You know, I was I was drawing it, and then and I see it on the walls, and then when I met someone that put it on the walls, that's what I'm saying. It was I'm totally like, blew your fucking mind. Like what? you're just doing these yeah. catching tags in a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con like you know hundreds of them. Yeah. Then you. Psh, yeah, and then you see how it's actually applied. And you're like, oh shit. But some of the best nights in my life has been bombing. You know, like an all nighter. You smoke the victory blunt mm -hmm. or several. Go mm -hmm. back uptown, cop haze. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe do ten or fifteen. We also. There was an era where we were doing, we were doing trickery, mm -hmm. you know? We would go and be like, yo, we do murals, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Ten of us will blast fillings on the wall right. and we'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> All black and white tuxedos, you know? Yeah, yeah. We did that a lot. Yeah. We did that a lot. A lot of trickery. A lot of trickery. Yeah, I, I felt that was like, that's as good as bombing to me. We're getting over. Getting over. Hell yeah. Speaking of Espo too, I remember he came out. He came out to L.A. in the early thousands, and he. Uh, I remember he did this. He went to the local, the anti-graffiti places, like the community, whatever the fuck it is, where you you know. And he goes, "Hey, I want to paint over graffiti," and he goes and gets bucket paint. And does the huge ass and does these giant Espo letters, letters with the vest on. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, this this dude's in another dimension. What is he doing? That's where we got it from. Right? That shit was fucking wild. We had we even my man printed up like a slip that you could sign, like a, a release yeah. with a phone number. It was yeah. like he really went to the next level. That's the funny that's the thing about graffiti is that it's really funny. It like is. you think about that shit, like you're pulling a heist in the funniest way, because what you're doing is just putting up some paint. Like yeah, you're not you're stealing shit, your name right? You're writing your name, but you're you're doing a whole fucking. There's costumes and fucking bullshit and fake slips and it's, forgery. It's a whole nother life. It's literally yeah. a fucking. It's a it's a soap opera. Yeah. There's so many subgenres of life. Yeah. And different artistic crews and things and interests. That's just one of these like city things. Like. Yeah. New York City is defined by graffiti. If you go and. In the streets, if you could read the streets, if you read, you know, there's there's stories on the walls. Like it sounds fucking corny, but you could see who's beefing. Like this, if you know, hundred percent, yeah. If you know how to read that, I mean, we we take it for granted, but I think that there's people that don't. I used know. to drive around and just look at graffiti because that was a past. Just smoke blunts, go through different boroughs that you haven't seen, gates down that you haven't seen before. Like, yeah. oh shit, look at that. That's yeah. from fucking. 91 yeah like that's still there landmarks yeah there are there's still some of those in the city yeah a lot of shit got buffed but now they're just leaving everything you have to find spots i remember when uh when i was a kid and, and i got my first got my hands on spray can art that book and started reading that book as a young toy looking at this shit and seeing like fucking you know the lee shit and seeing all that stuff and then going to like mode two and then um mm -hmm. 
fuck, who's the fucking uh, the style Messiah guy? Uh, he did this piece with the um, God damn it, dude in New York. Anyways, all that shit blew my mind. Then there was a shoe in his room. There's a whole thing of a, of a graffiti writer in Europe named Shoe, and it showed his room. In his room, I remember looking at his room, and it was like he had the marker kits and the pu- he had everything set up in a certain way. And I was so blown away that a a kid could do that. I was like, you can build your own reality. And like that was the first world that I dived into, where I was like, like my mind exploded. I mean, I still I still trip the fuck out all the time. Like I'll, I'll be driving, I'll pull over and take a gang graffiti, whatever. I'll just like I'm still blown away because there's a whole world happening that most people are not privy to, and they go past it and they go, you see the shit on the wall, but you don't understand. There's like behind that tag on the wall, that's connected to about a hundred people. There's a whole fucking story. There's a whole fucking you know. Whatever, we can go on and on about that you shit. You can get deep with that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Threads, man. Yeah. It's interesting what what the city, you know, we're living in this shit now, and it's all happening in real time, and it's interesting what the, you know, because graffiti is something that happened, in, you know, in the, I think it started in the 70s, in the, but it's new, it's invented. Shit was just, it's just made from fucking scratch, right? It just turned into this I thing. Mean, whoever wrote their name on something first, like you carve your name into a fucking thing, that's graffiti, right? That's graffiti, yeah. There's yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, it's wild. So... You're out here. You're. I saw you. Uh, I saw. I saw you running in the sand at the beach, like a fucking maniac yeah. doing. You were running and pivoting and running the other way, and I'm like, I'm, I don't know where the fuck. I can't do that. That's that's not <laughs> I'm good. Getting ready for the combine. Right. <laughs> I'm training. This uh, all the. I'm putting myself through every type of training that is possible so I could live. Right. I'm living vicariously through myself, right now. Right. All the things I've always wanted to do. Right. I played I, football, but you know. Now I could do the drills better than I could back then. Right. I'm still working at it. Yeah. It's interesting to get to a point where I feel like I'm probably in, in, I've had different stages of being in really good shape, but this is one stage where I'm like possibly one of the best shapes I've been in because of jujitsu. Different movement. Like I went through a running phase. I went through a fucking weightlifting phase, all these things. But this, this phase is like, is different. I'm old as fuck and I'm still just like figuring shit out. And I'm still like, I got many more years of this shit you know to figure things out because are you gonna do are you gonna do a show uh a new thing based on fitness do you ever think about that yeah but why do i i also thought why do i think in shows like why do i have to do a fucking show for everything like right they want to film me film me but i gotta fucking do this no matter what true you know i help homies that come to my spot and work out you know like i don't film it yeah but yeah, there could be. A, this definitely could be a show. I always wanted to do a show where we take somebody, we fucking kidnap them and put them in a fucking potato sack. Yeah. On some Jenny Jones boot camp shit yeah, back yeah. in the day, where they took the fucking thirteen year old kids that yeah. would talk bad yeah. and they were fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and you set them straight. Yeah. Something like that. Scared straight for a fat so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know, not. Yeah. You just put with more reality and culture. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Food and shit. And right, mom. right. The nice version of that. Just put them in a room with the weights in the kitchen. Yeah, and, and just beat the shit out of them yeah. with soap. Yeah. yeah, beat them with soap. Yeah, yeah. Like, that'll get you in shape real like, fast. Stop, stop eating. Stop yeah. eating. Just fucking beat them. We gotta get. We gotta get a van. We gotta get Maddie. Take him away. You want to fuck? We get him. We'll put him in a goddamn sack. We'll put him in a sack. He'll be. I think he's we'll gonna be in town him. a few days. Yeah, I know. He, he told me. Yeah, we'll yeah. Work out. Yeah, let's get him in there. He's. He'll, he's, he'll, 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 I think, I think well, Maddie. Start slow. You, know, you don't want to fuck with, with people that are starting. You don't want to demolish them immediately. Yeah, you don't want to scare like, them. Not, it's not just scaring you. You demotivate them. Like me, when oh, I started yeah. not, a couple of years ago, my friend's a personal trainer, and he put me through a, 
an aptitude test type of thing, you know, just a baseline to see where I was at. Yeah. I couldn't fucking walk for, you know, two weeks, and I, st I didn't do anything after oh, that. Oh, yeah. He f and he didn't do anything crazy. Right. I just was not ready. What was the test? Bro, push-ups, sit-ups, oh, yeah. squats. It's demoralizing. It's very demoralizing. You can't rip out huge, 10, 10, 10 push-ups, 10, nah, 20, 20 push-ups. Yeah. Bad. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. Now, we did 400 yesterday in 40 minutes. That's fucking crazy. Me, big boy, and, and D. 400? Yeah. I told you, I, I came to the gym a little late yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had already out, worked out. Popped out. Yeah, we had we did all that, that crazy uh, running. And then we popped out 400. And that wasn't enough. Motherfuckers still wanted to keep going. 400 push-ups is wild. And you can, I can only imagine doing that with, if you're around a bunch of people that are intense and motivating you, I can maybe do that. On my own, I don't know if I can do it. I've learned to work out on my own. Yeah. And I love that shit. Yeah. I push myself hard as I can. Yeah. Because not, there's not always going to be someone there. Like yeah. in New York, there's not many gyms. I have to drive mad far to go to the gym. Yeah. And I have to keep myself motivated. I can't, oh, yeah. You know. Well, when the, when, the, when the pandemic happened. And I'm on the bike every day, bro. Yeah. I got the oh, the, the scar. They did surgery? Yeah. The, the actual scar is a puncture right here. Oh, and they had to open her up to get all the fat and fur out of her. And she got bit. I'm not going to lie. She got bit. And I went just completely like, you know, when a. When a you went nuts. Well, no. I did the opposite. You froze. No, no, no. <laughs> I went complete, like, when I get in a crisis, I go, like, I just go, all the emotion goes away, and I just, like, I start executing. I grabbed the dog, and I don't know exactly what I did, but the dog let go, because I think the dog knew that if it didn't let go, you were gonna kill it. I was going to kill the dog. I would have killed the dog in my bare hands, like, no doubt. It was a big dog. And I was like, I, you know, it's like fight or flight. Of course. And I grabbed Omar, and I was like, Okay, I looked at her. She had a hole in her neck. Everything else was fine, and it wasn't bleeding. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, maybe we're okay. Maybe it's like a, maybe I can clean it out or whatever. Um, and I'm and I'm and I'm just getting her, and I'm like looking at the wound, and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking at Omar. I'm like, I gotta get her to a vet. I call three places. Nobody will take. Her. I'm like, my dog got bit in the neck. They're like, oh, we don't have time. So I go to a place. I go to a place in uh, in Burbank, and I get set up. They make you pay up front. Put the money down. Here's the money. Take the dog. And I thought they're gonna they're gonna stitch her up and put her back in my car because you gotta do you gotta wait in your car. So I, I I give her I give the dog to them. I'm in the car and I'm just I'm still like no motion. I'm like damn. In my mind I'm like I'm cool. I'm so fucking cool. I just watched a tragedy happen. I'm just like ice cold. You know. They hit me back. They're like she's not bleeding because all the blood it's a deep puncture. Like one fang just went deep in her neck and all the blood co Ooh. collected underneath the skin. And they're like, we got two options. We can staple her and send her home. And that's iffy. Or we can operate right now, get all the blood out, get all the, f and there might be shit in there. And I go, what would you do? We would operate. Okay, then operate. So I give, I, they take the dog in to operate. And they're like, okay, well, we have to put her under. All right. And then, and then and I said, tell me what you got to do. Let's do it. And I get in my car. And then I fucking lost it. Then I just was like sitting there because like this is my little guy. Like she, this, Omar's a girl actually, but this is my, you know, she's never bit anything. She never even bit a fucking, she barely eats her food. She, you know, she eats her food. She never bit anybody. And I just, I lost it. I fucking, this was like a mess, you know? And then I, I was just upset. But then long story short, she's a trooper. She got through, she got to wear this neck brace and she just got this nasty, we'll zoom in on it. Can you see this? Yeah. You got to make sure you keep that nice and clean. Yeah. I'm going to, going to wash it today. It's a little dry blood on here. Yeah. Anyways.
Poor baby. She had a, she had quite a night. So. Motherfucker. She's tough though, man. She's doing good. You got dogs? You got any dogs? Yeah, I got. Two. I had two. I have one now. What do you got? What kind of dog? English Setter. Oh, okay. It's a beauty. English Setter. Is that yeah, a, like is a that hound a, dog? Oh, it's a hound dog. Does it have hair? Yeah. It's like a, like it has longish hair. I, it's like a. I'm not a fuck. I don't. I'm not like an expert in dogs. We rescued her from Turkey. Oh really? Yeah. You brought her back from when you were out there shooting or something? Well, no, we had somebody send her over. They came over and brought her. No shit. And like four of her babies. Oh, look at this English Shatter. That's a cool looking dog. Yeah. Okay. It's a beauty. That's nice. It's so it's like precious. I love that fucking. Fucking dog. dogs, man. I had. I didn't know. I didn't know the. I didn't grow up with any animals like that. I yeah. Didn't I didn't have shit. I didn't know. I didn't know I'd be. I mean, of course, I love my dog, but then something happens, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's a real." Because it's, it's different from a person because they're they're they don't have any they're not babies they don't they don't have any emotion they just want to eat and hang out and they're not you know they got no egos and so when something happens to them you're like they yeah, just they, you know they just genuinely love you yeah they just love you man um well this has been a good show yeah, you got you got to scram in a minute right I gotta go now you gotta go. I got a fucking meeting with these bullshit ass motherfuckers. Some some jive turkey meetings some right now. Jive turkeys. Some jive turkeys. Yep. You got you got to do the fucking shuffle right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah, you know, I just fucking act me. Yeah. I just do me. Yeah. You have to just deal with it. Yeah. That's good. That's a good place to be. Too old for this shit. That's what I'm, I. I feel you. I used to not understand that term, but now I get it. Yeah. Too old for this. Too shit. old for this shit. Murtog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Uh, Danny Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Icon. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking icon. I love that Grace Jones poster. Shit's fire. That's good, right? Yeah, me too, man. My boy, uh, my boy Alon found it at a yard sale one day and was like, he's like, I'm getting rid of this. You want this? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want this. It's fucking really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my prized possessions right there. Things fucking fire. I need to get my shit together. Those cheekbones are mean. Right? <laughs> Cut you. Savage that one. Yeah. You gonna be at the gym tomorrow or what? I'm gonna be at the gym tomorrow. I'll See be you there. Then. You be there? My man. Same time. Thank Same you so much time. for coming through. Same place. Always a pleasure, bro. Great show. What a guest. Like and subscribe. Go on the website, powerfultruthangelsmerch.com. Open it up. There's nothing there. Nothing to buy. I'm not selling you anything. Maybe at some point we'll make something. I really don't know. But just like, how about this? Don't buy the merch. Just get your friends, get them together. Get about 20, 30, 40, 50,000 of them. 100,000. Get a couple hundred. Get two, three hundred thousand of your closest friends. Have them subscribe to the show. And then I'll make some merch. Okay. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Powerful Truth Angels. Till next week. Like it. Subscribe it.